You're listening to WBEZ. Last year, black drivers were the subjects in 30% of traffic stops in Illinois, almost double the percentage it was nearly two decades ago. That, according to an investigation by WBEZ and the Investigative Project on Race and Equity. Many black drivers are left questioning if a routine run to the store or picking up their child from school could lead to being stopped by police. WBEZ's Michael Liptrot shares some of their stories and how some are fighting racial profiling in Illinois. On a Saturday morning in September, I set out for the west side of Chicago to the Austin neighborhood. As I approached the intersection of Madison and Laramie, I saw a police traffic stop taking place. It was just past 11 a.m. Two officers speaking with a black woman in a cream-colored Chevy Impala. Within minutes, another stop happened. A different pair of officers pulled over two black men in a dark-colored sedan. Before I could tell the make and model, the stop was over. In the roughly 25 minutes I sat in the area, I saw five stops either at the intersection of Madison and Laramie or a block away. All but one was over as fast as it started, with no visible ticket being given to the drivers. This intersection specifically is known for police traffic stops. At least that's what people told me at the nearby car wash. I went to a Buddy Bear car wash where it's packed with cars, mostly black and Latino drivers wiping down their rides to start the weekend. It's here I meet Edward Robinson. As he's wiping down his green Mini Cooper, Robinson tells me about being stopped the previous day as he picked his son up from school. He's dealt with police stopping him for years. Then they want to immediately search the car. You find no gun and then you let me go, right? No real purpose for the traffic stop. Bernie Dockery has also felt targeted by police. He is from North Lawndale and sees stops regularly on his commute through Austin. I see them every morning. When I come on my way to work, they have at least four to five people pulled over every morning. Larry Perry lives in the area and also regularly sees stops in the area. He recounts being stopped nearby at Independence and Roosevelt. They said it was because my windows were tinted. After they saw that, they supposedly took my driver's license and ran a check, but I know they didn't run a check, they just wanted to look in the back of my car and they let me go. Over half the stops of black drivers across the state were for non-moving violations, such as talking on the phone, not wearing a seatbelt, or driving with an expired tag. The number of black drivers let go with the warning from a non-moving violation in 2022 was five times more than it was in 2004. Many are asking what these stops mean. The ACLU of Illinois alleges these traffic stops aren't really about traffic, but rather police abusing their power and violating the civil rights of black and Latino drivers. Attorney Joshua Levin says these stops are a pretext for something else. The officer's true reason is to engage in a fishing expedition based largely on racial stereotypes, false racial stereotypes, that Black and Latino drivers are more likely to have something criminal going on in their car. These pretextual stops are the focus of an ACLU of Illinois lawsuit filed this summer against the Chicago Police Department. Levin says the plaintiffs use different routes for daily activities like going to work, visiting loved ones, or picking up a child from school just to escape potentially being stopped by police. Craig Futterman is the director of the UChicago Civil Rights and Police Accountability Board and sees these disparities in traffic stops. This echoes a familiar procedure of stopping mass numbers of minorities in search of illegal items. Chicago moved then from a racist strategy of stopping and frisking people on the street to an equally racist strategy of substituting car stops for traffic stops and targeting black and brown communities, particularly targeting folks on the south and west sides. 
Throughout our reporting, WBEZ and the Investigative Project on Race and Equity contacted numerous government agencies about our findings. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson issued a statement offering his dismay about the continuation of such disparities across the city, particularly in his Austin community. He wants the Chicago Police Department to study the disparities, be more transparent about its traffic stop policies, and implement fair policing models. State Rep. LaShawn Ford also says studying the data can help lawmakers determine when strategies to fight racial profiling are having the desired positive effect. Many times we pass public policy and we just leave it and we leave it to the agencies that's supposed to carry it out. Now, believe it or not, we're going to be able to point to your work and say, look, what did you guys do? How did you do it? And then we could provide incentive for police forces to do the right thing. Ford is doing his part to help reduce pretextual stops in hopes of repairing the damage he says they've caused in the relationship between communities of color and law enforcement. Ford and Illinois Secretary of State Alexei Janulius introduced legislation in February to end the practice of police stopping motorists for items hanging from their rearview mirror, such as air fresheners. The bill was signed into law in June. Long before the state started collecting traffic stop data, David Lowry has been fighting racial profiling where he lives in southwest suburban Evergreen Park. There's the police station right there. Lowry is the CEO of the Living and Driving While Black Foundation. I went on a ride along with Lowry through areas where he has both witnessed and experienced traffic stops in the village. First, we rode down Ketsi. The Evergreen Park Police Station is just down the street from where Lowry routinely sees officers making traffic stops. In this area between Kidzi and 95th was a lot of the stops was made right through here. Soon, we get to a nearby mall where Lowry often sees black motorists being stopped, both coming to and leaving the mall. Uh, and that's how the technique that they were using. His experiences and hearing the experiences of others led him to start his foundation, which reviews racial profiling complaints, provides legal referrals, and educates drivers on their constitutional rights. We started doing our own investigations because I wanted to prove that racial profiling in Evergreen Park is a habit that officers use to try to find other things besides a broken taillight or a fading turn signal. They were looking for either drugs or guns or whatever, but it was never about a traffic stop. Laws intended to address racial profiling through data collection have helped reveal the glaring disparities, but very deliberate steps have to be taken to address those inequities. While some offer platitudes about racial profiling, Lowry and others are actually seeking justice and fighting for reform. Michael Liptrot, WBEZ News. And WBEZ data editor Matt Kiefer contributed to this report. This is WBEZ.